0: And you know what I won't be having? Fun, fun, fun. Welcome back to the Double Take Podcast with Jess and Jenny, where we talk about all things TV. We are doing a little bit of a different format than we usually do. This is the first time we're ever going back into the archives of a series that is pretty much completely finished, although never say never, you know? And we're doing an episode-by-episode watch of Veronica Mars. Jess,
1: this is your first time. Yeah. Are you excited? It is. I am. This is one of those shows that's been on my list to watch, like not, not in like a wow, I need to watch that, but in like I feel like I missed the boat, and people talk about it, and I feel like I'm missing something, especially you, because you've liked it since what? Since it came out? Did you watch it like back in 2004? no? I think
0: I no. I think I maybe was too young to watch it in 2004, but I definitely when there were reruns on TV. It was the same like when I got into Gilmore Girls, I sort of got into Veronica Mars.
1: And then I re I later revisited it in
0: college and watched the whole thing.
1: Okay. Because I do – I like associate Veronica. That's like one of your – like Veronica Mars and Buffy. I'm like mm-hmm. Jenny, that's Jenny. I think that might have something to do <laughs> so with the fact – We needed Yeah. To. Those are
0: two that I have told you that I think you would like, which is what makes me nervous about this series that we're doing because – Now rewatching it, I'm like, if I don't like, yeah, what if you don't like it? And also, it's very clearly seared into my brain in a moment in time for me, so I'm always going to like it. But like, what if some of the things are like old or too teen focused, and you and you don't like it as much? I'll just have to live with it, I guess.
1: I mean, I might not like it as much because there is something to be said for nostalgia. Like when I rewatch Gilmore Girls now, I do not like it as much as I did when I was in middle school. Yeah, but I like it for the nostalgia and I won't have that for Veronica Mars but I do have the nostalgia for the time period like my very first note and I, I I'm just saying this because it's relevant for now is it's giving 2004 in the best way and I'm so happy Hell yeah. I was like because it reminds me of like I was like I'm getting charmed I'm getting Gossip Girl I'm getting the Princess Diaries like all these shows and movies that came out in that time frame I was just like wow this really is capturing a vibe from that time yes period. So that's okay. fine. Even if it's not like, I don't know there's still some stuff where I was like, "Oh, that's that's 2004 in a, in a not yes way. Yeah. <laughs> But mostly, I was like, "I understand, and I like it for that." Oh, I'm excited.
0: This is like a good.
1: I feel like I feel like you gave me enough of a hint into what you think
0: to make me feel less nervous. So I appreciate that.
1: Were you that nervous that I wasn't yeah. going to like it? Like I was going to come in and just like trash it. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I thought you were just going to be like, Jenny, I can't believe you're making me do this. Really? That's so interesting because it's – I mean, it's it's Kristen Bell. It's teen – like I love teen Not a shows, reflection on you
0: have. or the show itself. It's just, I don't know, just the jitters of showing something you really like to someone you care about and then being like, no.
1: That's cute. I, I did not hate it. I didn't even dislike it. So be at ease. All right, let's um, move back just a few steps.
0: I have a few background tidbits for people who maybe don't are listening. I don't know why. Maybe you're listening to this if you've never seen Veronica Mars, and this is your chance to watch along with us. So if that's the case, there may be spoilers in this episode, but um, nothing you can't catch up with.
1: I hope people do that. I, like, I'm like. i hoping people watch with us. I think that would be so fun.
0: So for The Uninitiated, Veronica Mars is a teen noir mystery drama It's, I think, 40-minute length. It's like the classic, you know, old cable TV drama length. It was created by screenwriter Rob Thomas, who co-created Party Down and iZombie. I've never seen iZombie, but Jess, you love iZombie.
1: Yes, I love iZombie. Wow, I didn't even put that together. Does it give
0: similar energy at all? I guess maybe you'll see more Mm, as it goes on. Too early to say. But Party Down, so... I I had realized this when I started watching Party Down earlier this year in anticipation of the new season, but a lot of actor crossover, um, which makes sense because this creator likes many of the same actors, it seems. So that's cool. Um, Veronica Mars was also originally a YA novel. The creator sold a couple of novel ideas while he was working on a different show. And this one was called Untitled Rob Thomas Teen Detective Novel. And then he decided to make a couple changes and make it into a tv show which i am grateful for i think originally the the protagonist was supposed to be a dude and there were fewer it wasn't it wasn't a um like noir style detective mystery so
1: it was like nancy drew but so it was, was like nancy
0: name? drew but it was like hardy boys <laughs> it sounds like but in 2004 interesting yeah so this tv version that it turned that it turned into. Set in a fictional town of Neptune, California, starring Kristen Bell as Veronica Mars, which Jess, you have already mentioned. Neptune, California is entirely fictional, but it gives... like You get a really good glimpse into a seaside West Coast town that has both really, really wealthy people and then also middle class and lower middle class. It doesn't seem like a fake, like there are only resorts in this town kind of place. Like It does feel really real to me, um, which is maybe one of the reasons that I... I'm saying this after the fact. It's not one of the reasons that I got into the show, but I do appreciate the setting now that I'm going back and
1: re-watching. That's
0: something I liked from the first
1: episode, Oh, actually.
0: cool. You know that you had that same...
1: Yeah. I felt like they put enough sort of scenes of the outside and talked about the town enough. Not that it totally gave me Gilmore Girls vibes, but in the same way, I was like, oh, this is like a real town with real people. Like, they established that early on, and I nice. do like that.
0: Yeah. So, uh, last bits of background, this premiered September of 2004. Um it was on UPN for the first two seasons and then taken over by the CW which I feel like is UPN. Yeah, a That's network a throwback. Yeah, that we have not heard in a long time. Uh, and then CW for the third season which makes a lot of sense with the type of shows that CW had. So there were only three television series or television seasons originally. You're looking at me like you you want to say no, something. No, I just had
1: a thought. Isn't that when Okay, so because I just remembered while you were talking. The CW was new a new network when we were in middle school right and it was UPN and WB yeah. had merged yeah, yeah, yeah okay so that's that's what i was yeah that's what the face was i was trying to remember that
0: got it just going back in the trivia
1: okay <laughs> yeah that's fun though
0: um yeah so then those three are the three seasons that i have seen all of start to finish in 2004 oh actually sorry when the third season ended thomas wrote a screenplay to try to wrap things up he wanted there to be a movie so three seasons in a movie um, but it was not released until 2014. So relatively recently, in all things considered, there was a film, Veronica Mars, in 2014. And then Kristen Bell had this Kickstarter, and they made an eight-episode fourth season in July of 2019, which is also on Hulu. I have not seen either of those, the film or the eight-episode fourth season.
1: Okay, I was trying to remember if there was a movie or a fourth season. And I did I did not remember that there was both. That scares me. That frightens me.
0: Yeah, it's a little bit of an interesting timeline there. Um, but I guess we'll see. If we feel like it, perhaps we will go all the way through.
1: I, I feel like we should. It does seem like the right thing to do. Should we do one episode per week or how are you feeling about our cadence? I had someone ask me this and I I've, I feel like one episode per week is good. I agree. People can watch with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess we could revisit if we need to, but for those thinking they might join us, one episode per week sounds okay, right? Yes. I think that sounds perfectly reasonable. If you want to watch two episodes and then come back to us, that's also fine. Well, yeah, you can do whatever you want. I will be watching. Yeah, one let's per start week. with one episode per week. Perfect. And it is on Hulu. Can confirm. I know I asked that last time. Yes, but that is where I watched it. Yeah. Um. The last thing I'll say before we jump
0: in, the intro song is has a. A big hold on me, nostalgia-wise. We Used to Be Friends by the Dandy Warhols. Oh, I said that weird. By the Dandy Warhols. I love this theme song. It's very 2004. I think you'll like it for that reason.
1: Okay, I'm looking forward.
0: So season one follows Veronica Mars, high school student, private investigator in the fictional, like we said, Southern California seaside town of Neptune uh, as the daughter of well-respected County Sheriff Keith Mars. Veronica's biggest life problem before... We see her in the first episode was getting dumped by her boyfriend, Duncan Kane. And also, we realize in the first episode, her best friend, Lily Kane, was murdered. That's a lot of stuff to happen <laughs> to a teenage girl. On top of that, her father, who was, as I said, the sheriff, went after the wrong person, went after Lily Kane's father, and was sort of excommunicated from the town and also removed from his spot as sheriff, which then led to veronica to lose her social standing not only was she dumped by her ex-boyfriend but her father went after this grieving these grieving parents um so all that is to say we meet veronica when she's sort of a social pariah and also helping her dad with his now private investigation business on the side because he's no longer sheriff did i miss okay
1: and that's well you said that that was the season one like synopsis but that's everything that sort of happens that we learn about in episode one I, that's like yeah. the background that we learn about in episode one yes just in case people are for some reason listening but not watching that does not have that doesn't all happen in episode one we see it in like flashbacks
0: right that's how season one begins which is a lot of a lot of background
1: it is a lot of on. background it's also trying to figure out like who the characters are now i will say i don't I was a little confused because I was like, she's a loser. Like, she's sitting by herself at lunch. Mm. She has no friends. And yet they're telling me that she was, like, dating this hot guy. Like, I was like, this is not adding up. Can we pause for
0: a second? Do you think Duncan is hot? I mean, no. Okay, like, 2004 2004 high school hot, I guess. Sure. Yeah, we'll get back to it. I'm not a huge fan of Duncan.
1: Um, Okay. No, I had no real feelings. I just thought he looked like a typical – like who 2004 movie makers were trying to tell us we're hot Mm -hmm. wild times
0: yeah um also in this first like you said in this first episode we see most of the main characters especially for this season introduced which does get a lot there's there are a lot of tangled stories happening here but um duncan Kane, who is veronica's ex-boyfriend is played by teddy dunn logan eccles the best friend to duncan is jason Doring. And then we've got Eli Weevil Navarro, who is the head of the PCH biker gang, Francis Capra. Wallace is Percy the Third, And then Amanda Seyfried, obviously, is Lily Kane, deceased. She makes some appearances.
1: I was so shocked to see Amanda Seyfried. I wrote down, Amanda Seyfried was in this? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. And then immediately, oh, not really, LOL.
0: So, Like seconds later. So two things, that, like some trivia that I love about this is that Amanda Seyfried, yes, was supposed to be just like a quick guest star used in maybe like one or two flashback scenes, but she, the director and the writer thought she was so good that they inserted more flashback scenes. There's so many more flashback scenes than there would have been oh, if okay. this were not played by Amanda Seyfried.
1: Okay. That's good to know. I literally thought she was only in that like few seconds. Like after I found out that she was murdered, I was like, oh, I got my excitement up for nothing. No, you'll but see her again. That's cool. I love her. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Logan Eccles is the most 2004 villain name I, I've ever heard. I know. It's perfect. Eccles. That's hilarious. Ugh. Like, J- he and Duncan were really giving Disney Channel Original Movie, like, main boys. I would
0: not be surprised if Jason Doring were in a Disney Channel Original Movie. He's got that, like, spiked hair look. He has the look. So does
1: Duncan. I so thought does they Duncan. both did. Yeah, you're
0: right. Um... Jason Doring, the Logan Eccles actor, was also someone who he was only supposed to be in the first episode, and they liked him a lot, so they gave him more screen time. Okay, that's all my a lot of background for this episode. Do you want to go through the beats of this story, this flashback-heavy first episode?
1: We can. I I wrote down reactions, but not plot points. Do you want to?
0: Yeah, I'll prompt, and you tell me if you had notes for that section sure
1: i'm sure i have thoughts my notes tend to be a little bit unhinged and all good. not as actual react re reactatory nope <laughs> reactive? that's not the word <laughs> not as reactive reactatory as yep <laughs>
0: um <laughs> so okay first big beat we've got wallace a new character duct taped to a flagpole with snitch written with incorrect spelling on his chest and we have everyone standing around him, too afraid to cut him down. But Veronica comes. Veronica comes up and uh, lets him off the flagpole.
1: Yes, I have thoughts. Tell me. V- very normal high school situation. Mm, yes, that is. I've seen that before. In we've high all schooling.
0: been strapped to a flagpole.
1: Um, no, not only was that crazy, it was also very. I think that's when I wrote It's Giving two thousand four because like, why did every movie and TV show in like two thousand two to two thousand five act like high schoolers were just like m- adults in their own microcosm like there were always like the drug dealers and the gangs and the i don't know like just uh, people don't act like that in high school i think the
0: truth is i agree with you to to some extent um but also i don't know that we would know jess
1: <laughs> if this Not was... outing us as little nerds yeah
0: I was going to i i don't know that we would i don't know that i was super
1: aware In high school, if there were any of these microcosms. Okay. Um, And yeah, and we were in a little suburban area. All of the above is true. So fine. That aside, I don't think it was probably a common occurrence that people were being duct taped (laughs) to flagpoles. That and the biker gang. I mean, okay, Gangs like maybe, but like the the biker gang that supposedly has like a chokehold on the town. Like there's no adult biker gang. There's only this high school biker gang. (laughs) That feels wrong to me. <laughs> and the way that they interact with the other people in the town, like, the sheriff at one point seems like he's sort of, like, on their side, like, maybe, like, in their pocket, but then he's not, and mm-hmm. that was confusing to me. And then the way that Veronica is, like, friends with them at the end, I just was like, I can't even figure out what this biker gang is supposed – like, what's their vibe? What's Where the Where do the alliances here? lie? Yeah. Very confusing.
0: Um, Yeah, so – we can maybe unwrap unwrap that unravel
1: that a little bit unpack unpack um so it's 8 a.m just to be clear I yeah feel like we're, we're having a lot of difficulty speaking doing
0: a lot of hard work here um so sheriff Lamb who replaced Veronica's father when he was ousted is generally a terrible dude. that's what that's how he's supposed I, you get to get those across. For yeah sure okay. yeah. Villainous. Because, as you say, like maybe, I don't know if this is why you thought he was in um, the biker gang's pocket, but when. So, Wallace is taped to the flagpole because he called the silent alarm when a few of the bikers were trying to steal some alcohol from the store that he was working in. And the sheriff, like, pulls him out and outs outs him as the witness and in front of the entire biker gang, which is just not a good idea. Like, why would you do that to someone? He he's not really good at his job. He puts witnesses in danger uh, and then insults them with his whole like, you need to go see the you wizard. You go see the
1: wizard. For some courage. Corny, please.
0: Corny, but also just like makes me want to punch him in the face. Um oh, yeah. So he, yeah, it's not that he's in league with the biker gang or anything. It's just that he d- ha- like holds everyone in contempt. So I think that's maybe what
1: Yeah, I mean I could tell he wasn't in league with the biker gang when he then took like put them on trial. It just was a weird vibe when he was like, What? Like, why did you hit the alarm? Like, did they like they said they didn't steal? Like, why is he immediately taking their side? I didn't get incompetent vibes, which if that was what they were going for, like I guess I'll see that later. I just got sort of like confused. I was confused. It wasn't clear to me like what his deal was. Also, he looks like he's 25. Yeah, he's young. He looks young. I agree with that. Which he probably is, but that's another, I feel like, very like 2004 TV thing to do. Just having 20-year-olds playing. The high schoolers are 25. (laughs) The adults are 25, unless you're a parent, and then you're like 50.
0: Yep. Um, Okay, so that's that. Then we've got, in that same vein, the whole Veronica offering to get both Wallace off the hook and by extension – getting the biker gang off the hook and thereby getting Wallace off the hook with these bikers because they are out to get him because he put some of their members on trial. Um, So we have the, like, Veronica sets up Logan with a bong in his um, locker, and then they do an evidence switch once it's taken in, and then they do the whole, like... So bikers are off the hook. Lamb is embarrassed by his officer's conduct, which I kind of glossed over, but when they switched the evidence, one of the tapes was outing the fact that his officers were getting sexual favors in return for letting this club keep its liquor license um which i don't know if that comes back i i guess we'll have to wait for the second episode but i kind of think
1: that's just like a flyby thing it felt like it was it felt like it was a device to like get the bikers off the hook
0: but also just like a very corrupt sheriff's office i don't know if that, well
1: isn't that wasn't sort of like planting the seeds for that Or that doesn't yes. come back later like oh no no, that office.
0: does but i would be surprised if they just let that off the hook. In real oh, I guess life. I if the
1: sheriff's office is doing that, like who's gonna the like, judge? Who do anything about that? Yeah. I feel like the episode was trying to paint the picture of like a town with I don't know, a corrupt sheriff's office and no other like she even says like there's no police force. There's just like the local sheriff. Like even the way she says it, you're supposed to be like, Oh, so this is like a place where people can get away with stuff because there's not actually the normal hierarchy yeah. that
0: yeah. they're supposed to be. Yeah, I would say that's the right takeaway. Um, And then an entirely other portion of this episode, we have the whole Duncan's mother, Keith, so Veronica's dad, the like private investigation portion,
1: which kind of tangles in. There's actually a lot going on in this episode now that we're trying to like pull it apart. Yeah. And it was only 40 minutes, which is interesting. Yes. But I thought the mom thing was really weird. Like she left and left a music box and never talked to her again because her dad messed up a... Police investigation? like
0: Yeah, so... That's
1: that's not making sense.
0: Okay, so we're talking about two different moms here. So Veronica's mom is in absentia because when her dad went through that whole, like, shamed moment of going after Lily Kane's father um, for her death, and he was, yeah, whatever, she took to drinking, which we learn in flashbacks of this episode, and then left, I think, a few months ago at this point. It's only been a year... It's, it's not yet been a year since Lily Kane died. So she's been gone, and yes, that's weird, but I think it seems like longer than it is in the first episode. Okay. Like I think she's been gone for like maybe five months it's um, dope.
1: there's a a phone. She could have used it.
0: Yes. So there is this element of like why <laughs> why is she so secretive? Why did she leave these like clues? um the music box, like you said, and the notes um. Yeah, so Veronica's like music mom, box
1: is a clue. I didn't know that.
0: Not really a clue, just mean? sort of like, why, yeah, why a music box? She, we didn't really go into like what that
1: is. Oh, I thought it was just like weird. I don't know. I mean, it's I think. A, I mean, I was like, why a music also, box? But I didn't think it was a clue. Well, now I'm excited yeah. that it might be a clue. Oh, okay. Well, forget everything I said.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I hope it's a clue. <laughs> I mean, this is a noir teen <laughs> drama. I mean, after there's a lot of mysteries to be honest. straight novel. teen drama without any like real like. It, there were no mysteries really in this episode, from my perspective. Of right, this is know what's coming. This is the setup for a
0: lot of mysteries. I
1: mean, we clearly we don't know who killed Lily Kane. Yes, that's true. It that I would say I was feeling very unengaged, not unengaged, but like ungripped not feeling the need to continue necessarily watching it if we weren't doing this until the end when clearly they were laying the seeds of Lily Kane's mystery and like that death being like still an open case. And then I was like, Ooh, I do want to know who killed her. So yeah, that's fair.
0: Yeah. So that is the core of the entire season, at least, um, like Lily Dan- Lily Kane's death, because that, that is like a, core for veronica of where everything changed and so the fact that it is potentially unsettled she finds out that her dad is still investigating even though someone has technically um admitted to committing the murder that he still has like really recent evidence and is collecting things and she is suspicious and now is also looking into it herself um and yeah so that's gonna be that's gonna be like the
1: the driving force for the entire season which is exciting. Um, I'm interested. That is that's, that is the part that got me. Yeah, for sure.
0: So are you – okay. And then I think there are, there are a lot of other plot beats to this episode. There's the whole Veronica's rape in the um, –
1: Yeah, I was I was a little um, – yeah, I had feelings about that. Yeah. I'm in a very 2004 uh, starting off real strong in a pilot episode with – I mean, really not glossed over, just very – yeah, that that was a lot.
0: It's interesting you say not glossed over because I was reading um, a thing about this episode and the original screenplay – is that the right word for an episode's – whatever. The original way that this um, pilot was written was much darker in a lot of ways and one of the ways included that rape scene was much more – I want to say explicit, but I sort of mean like they didn't. I don't think they showed anything.
1: Mm-mm, she just in wakes this, up. yeah.
0: She just wakes up, but I think there was more. Like, um, I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, there was more. Is
1: what yeah. I'll say. No, I mean, I don't think it obviously wasn't like explicit, but just. I mean, I think that it being in there at all was just jarring to me, and it being such a sort of side like. At least in this episode, it didn't really have – it's not adding anything important to her character yet, I guess. So I was like, why did we do this? And I did not like that one bit.
0: Yeah. in the, I would say in this episode, it almost – its only purpose is to further say how terrible of a person the sheriff is.
1: Like he dismisses it right away. We see her go, yeah, that's like another part of it. And I – like I get that – it's supposed to show us that he is a bad person but it's also we've already seen like, that <laughs> in the rest we've of seen that the- and also th- that's how it actually still goes even in 2023 most of the time like the police dismiss it because there's no evidence he says what do you want me to do arrest every boy in town like you have no evidence and I just feel like that's not doing as much to show that he's a bad person as it is doing to just trigger all women everywhere like mm. why was that in here I, I yeah n- But it's two thousand four. I'm trying to give it a pass, but yikes!
0: Yeah, so it also will. I mean, I will say what you will about this episode. I know you have (laughs) you haven't said that much negative about it. I just mean I know that it's very packed with a lot of stuff. I would say they don't let like it's all used later. I don't okay. know that I, I love that they tried to jam it all into the first episode. Maybe they were just really worried that people wouldn't watch it unless they had all of the like, here's everything we're going to unravel. But it's not like they drop that in there and then it's not necessary later is what I'm trying to say without giving okay. anything away. I believe you. Um,
1: it was it was a
0: little jarring. but I totally, yeah. I can totally see that. And I don't remember how I felt when I watched it for the very first time. But definitely on the rewatch, I was like, oh – also, this is here. Um, <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah. So, okay. We've got that. And then we've got, oh, Celeste Kane. Um, we sort of brushed over this, but Celeste Kane comes to Keith to try to determine whether or not her husband is having an affair. And Veronica winds up following up on it, bringing back up with her, uh, and winds up taking a photo of her mother's license plate. And realizing that her mother is in town. And I think that's the last sort of like big plot plot beat that we have in this episode.
1: Yeah. So earlier when you were talking about Duncan's mom, I thought we were talking about Veronica's mom because right. I my brain went to Duncan's dad and then went to her car. So are we supposed to think – obviously, I don't know what's actually happening. But my assumption was we were supposed to think that her mom is having an affair with Duncan's dad or – Is that not what we're supposed to think?
0: I think it's nebulous. I think that's like the first possibility because her, because Celeste thinks that he's having an affair and then we see Veronica's mom. So it's sort of like, oh, maybe they're having an affair, but also. Yeah. It's, I think it's sort of just like, why would they be talking to one another if not an affair, what the heck is happening?
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) Not a spoiler, but I see where it could be going. Oh, oh! I'm interested in what your not a spoiler thoughts are. Well, I feel like by saying it's not necessarily them getting together means it's not. And I guess I sort of knew it wasn't going to be, but also I didn't think that hard about it. And I was just like, yeah, they're having an affair. That's weird. And I thought that was going to go somewhere in the story. But if it's not that, then maybe, maybe she's involved somehow in like a cover up of Lily's murder. I'm like Ooh. really putting on my tinfoil hat. Yeah, probably, that would be like a lot for a teen show. I don't know, man. Clearly, there's something. I'm excited. I'm excited
0: for everything to unfold.
1: Um, but yeah, I think we've I think
0: we've hit everything, except the like smaller beats of,
1: I don't know. There's being in there's school. one thing we did not discuss, and it's the fact that her dad keeps saying, "Who's your daddy?" And oh, I yeah. would love if he stopped. That is terrifying. I think she
0: would too, to be quite honest.
1: But like, ew.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you find their uh, relationship at all cute? Or is that – who's your daddy really marring your your perception?
1: Um, so far, I'm getting like deadbeat dad from him. And he, I know he's not. But like it's it's the like being broke and eating dinner in their office and like eating like mac and cheese. And like I get that he's trying to help and his life has been ruined. But like so far, it's just not – it's not giving like – it's not giving Lorelai and Rory. I don't know what it is oh, giving. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Okay.
0: I'll follow back up on that
1: in a few okay. episodes, I guess. I have no other notes. Except that her hair is pretty terrible. The like really spiky. Like just why is it that way? I mean, I know that it's it's Ooh. the time, but it's also not. Like mm, it's it I mean, feels it is, more 90s
0: to me than I guess it is also scary. early 2000s. It's 2004. Times were weird. Times are weird. She goes through a lot of fashion changes through this series. I'm excited to break those down too. Um, the the
1: clothing, very on point for the times. It really is. The, like, there was like a shirt. button down over a or like a vest over. I don't know. There it's was all something. about the layering. Just, it's not good. <laughs> and in this, a different way, it's very, very good. It is fun to look at. Yeah, I'm – I'm interested. I'm a little scared, I guess, because there's so many episodes. There's not so many seasons, but like there's 22 episodes per season. And I haven't watched a 22 episode per season show in so long. that I'm just like, is this just going to get really dragged out and have like plots that don't go anywhere? And I don't I don't remember how to watch these shows.
0: I, I want to give a little bit of a OK, so. I would say in my memory, it does not get dragged out. It does become a little bit of almost a procedural in some aspects. Like she, it is sort of, she helps to solve a more, a smaller mystery in most episodes while she's trying to do that under. It's like a, what I always describe I like as the a doctor procedural. who, how yeah. they do it really well. That's which, okay. Yeah. Where, There's always like an overarching, they're trying to do one big thing or like a castle. There's one big mystery that throughout the season or seasons they're trying to solve. And in the meantime, there are some smaller little like bite-sized mysteries to keep you going. So that's coming. I look forward to it. Um, Last thing I feel like I should leave with is that I looked up a little bit of trivia for this series. Um, I already told you the thing about the fact that Rob Thomas was impressed with Jason Doring's acting. And so he was written more into the first episodes than he was supposed to be but um back the dog veronica's dog was recast it's a different dog that appears in the rest of the series different Here. type of dog entirely um because apparently the dog trainer for the original backup was delaying production they just like weren't prepared which seems oh. like rough gig
1: i like the name we didn't talk about that but i thought it was funny it gave me a chuckle bring backup, yeah
0: yeah, that's a good bit. And then the director of this first episode, Mark Piznarski, is actually the namesake for a future character, which I had no idea that they named a future character Piz after this guy, which was fun. So when we get there, huh. we'll bring this tidbit back up.
1: That's a nice like compliment to the director.
0: I know. Like a little nod. So, okay. Like one to 10, or I guess zero to 10. How would you rate this episode?
1: Ugh. How did- that's scary. I don't know because what am I am I rating it against like everything I've ever seen, including new stuff? Or am I? No, I guess to like based on your expectations. In, okay, based on my expectations, I would say it pretty much was what I expected. Okay, I would take off a couple of points, maybe for like just a, felt a little scattershot. shot. Uh, it, it was doing a lot. And maybe didn't hook me as strongly as I would have liked. Like I said, it sort of took like the last few minutes for me to be like, oh, I I see the hook now. And that's okay. It was fun enough to watch and I wasn't waiting for it to end. Okay. So like a six maybe. I'll take it. Uh, I also
0: wanted to ask you about the flashback scenes, the way that they're all like weirdly, like slightly sepia toned and like a little blurry.
1: I feel like that's very of the time. Like that I was agree. how I think that was the rule that like all flashback scenes had to look like that. Honestly, even still in TV shows, like the Lincoln lawyer, that Netflix show that came out last year, all of the flashback scenes were like orange. And I was like, Oh, this is really two thousand five. Like shows still do that. Yeah. And I find it funny. It doesn't me bother me.
0: Nice. Cool. I I will give this this episode slightly lower, but only because I know what's to come. Um, I think I would give this more of like a 4.5 to 5
1: okay well if that means it gets better then I'm happy yeah sweet I think that's a wrap unless you had any right. other I don't know No, nope, that's all my notes and I look forward to episode 2 hesitantly
0: yay okay yeah we'll be back next week Veronica Mars season 1 episode 2 join, join us. us wow jinx be cool
1: soda sort of pop
0: Find links to follow us on socials and subscribe to our newsletter in the show notes of this episode. Thank you for listening to Double Take. If you like what you heard, please support us by subscribing and leaving a review. See you next time. The Double Take Podcast is produced by Jess Spall and me, Jennifer Cullen.